Party people in the place, uh, it's about that time. My name is Maximus Onesimus, your humble host here with the Syncast. Right about now, I'm going to have our esteemed guest introduce himself for all these crass pansy naysayers. Yeah, this is Cool Rock. Um, last part of Ski, used to be Ski from the Fat Boys, the original Fat Boys, and just chilling. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. I'm chilling as well. Rock, can I call you Rock? Yeah. Cool, cool. Thank you. Um, Please, take us back to the beginning, how you first met Buff and Marquis, and then of course who were the artists that you guys looked up to at that time like before actually coming out in the very early stages of you guys being a group uh, we grew up on the same block East New York Brooklyn and uh, Mark I met Mark first and I met Buff later on we were like um, teenagers like maybe 13, 14 years old so um, we just started um, we, you know we're big football fans we thought we had aspirations of being football players when we get older and um, you know going to college and going to play professional football but you know those plans kind of went down the wrong track, so we started this whole hip-hop thing. But we just started, we <laughs> said, we listened to guys like Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five, you know, Treacherous Three, Phyllis Four, um, Cold Crush Four, you know, those guys who, who opened the door for us. And, you know, we emulated them. So one thing led to another. We entered a rap and dance contest in 1983. And, um, yeah, we won first prize. Oh, word. First place prize was a recording contract. Just like you see in the movies Crush Blue, you know. Word, word. How old were you when you first inked up a sheet of papel? Two months after Rapid Delight came out. So I had to be like, <laughs> boom, showing my age right now. I had to be like maybe um, 11, going on 12 that, that year. How'd go? Well, I'm the almighty D-Ski in the place to be, and I rock from the bottom to the T-O. You know, stuff like that, a little, little nursery rhyme kind of stuff. What's that in the background? That was the ice cream truck, and um, I don't know why he's out here, because it's like 60 degrees out here. What led to the three of you becoming the disco? Three and later the Fat Boys. Well, our manager um, at the time, Charlie Stetler, um, he had kind of a Ringling Brothers kind of mindset to himself when he came down to managing us, and he figured the best way we can be marketed was to come up with a name that everybody will remember. So I guess Fat Boys was something you know everybody had said the name Fat Boys at one time in their life. So um, of course we didn't agree with it. You know we wanted to be called the Disco Three, and um, he kind of convinced us that this, this would be the best move we ever we ever make. So we ran along with it, and um, you know to this day people still remember that name. At the time, were you flattered or were you ticked off by the Skinny Boys and then the the Fat Girls? Yeah, the Fat Girls. Um, Buff was, was kind of peed off about it. Um, he yeah he was really. Um, I mean, they did a show with us once in Connecticut, the Skinny Boys, and he didn't want them to go on. And I was like, you know, I said, you know, they're the Skinny Boys. They have nothing. To, I mean, they're not selling no records. They just, you know, they're just the Skinny Boys. No, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to act like us, man. And, you know, we were young back then. We didn't know what we were doing or saying, you know. So so looking back, you'd say it was flattering. Oh, yeah. It was flattering. It, it, was, it was even more flattering to look out to, um, look out to the audience. You see 16,000 people, and you see people wearing the gazelle shades, you know, like Buffalo's wearing. You see people wearing fat boy T-shirts. And, um, you know, you see people just emulating everything you do, you know, whether it be rap groups or just the fans just emulating everything you do. People walking up to us and saying, you know, saying our lyrics to us and changing their lyrics or changing our lyrics around and putting their own names in them. You know what I'm saying? So, that was crazy. What's your favorite Fat Boy song from the 80s? I think Can You Feel It. 
was my favorite one. Favorite Fat Boys album? Favorite album, my first album. Because it was so raw. Raw and short. It's only seven songs. Yeah, I mean, you know what? To be honest with you, I had an interview with this guy like last month. And he was telling me um, there were only seven songs on your first album. I argued with this guy like seven songs. I'm really talking about. He's like 14 songs. He was like, yo, no, cool out there. There's only seven songs. I'm like, I said, you know what you're talking about? And I had to go back and look and see there were only seven songs. I'm like, only seven songs for this album? Ba- basically an EP. And exactly, it's a freaking EP. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Who was the biggest influence on y'all as a group back in the day and then the biggest influence on you specifically? All at the time was Kumo D, without a question. Kumo D was like, you know, the, the epitome of what an MC was back in the day. I mean, even to this day, and they don't know the real story about how Kumo D was like, you know, the whole Busy B, Kumo D battle. I mean, Kumo D was like one of the the, the, the earliest cats. The cats that came from that, that early era, the early era of hip-hop, that was using metaphors, you know. And he articulated his words so clear. I mean, he was just had this dominating voice. That's where I got the name Dominating MC, you know. Because I heard Kumo D say a couple of times his name, the Dominating MC, so I kind of picked that up. I'm like, well, he's not really using it as really... You know, to say he's the dominating MC, so let me respond with that line. And I, I even took the whole um, syllable, the three syllables, Cool Mo D, Cool Rock Ski. That's how bad I wanted to, um, I got a chance to meet him one day, and, um, you know, my hands were shaking. You know, this is Cool Mo D, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he, he turned to be a real cool guy. I guess he lived up to his name, you know, being Cool Mo D, you know. But that's the guy who I really looked up to. Okay, that's you. What about as a group? Who was the biggest influence on the three of you? It had to be um, Cold Crush 4. I mean, it would take a, a, a hit song or even an outdated song and make a routine around it. And, you know, I mean, back then, that was like, whoa, they took on. Yes, 1981. And before the year is done, everybody ought to know that we're on the goal of chasing tone on the 7 Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. So... That was like the group he looked up to. Of course, then that's the Flash Furious Five. You know, everybody looked up to them. Um, fantastic Romantic. You know, they also was like big rivalries of Cold Crush Four. Uh, Force MCs, you know. Speaking of the Force MCs, they later became the Force MDs, and y'all collabed with them on a track called Rock the Boat, and y'all smashed it with those big dominating voices. I used to play that for people and explain why you guys were the dominating MCs. What do you think of where beatboxing has gone? Like, as far as it's come, do you kind of feel proud being one of the crews that pioneered it? You know, because it's gotten pretty insane. Yeah, it did get insane. You got people blowing flutes and then doing it with a flute in their mouth. You got people doing it with a horn in their mouth. So it really got really, um, it got innovative with it. And, you know, to be honest, not being biased or anything, but I guess if you put Buff on stage with maybe 90% of the people that's doing it now, he would still destroy them all. You know what I'm saying? Because he was just that good with it. You ask the sound guys back in the 80s, if you could find any sound guys who was back in the 80s on the Fresh Fresh tour, on the Wipeout tours that we were doing, they would tell you automatically, this guy was busting speakers. You know, they would come to us after the show, your, your, your homeboy killed another speaker last night. He broke, he broke another speaker. I'm like, well, you know, take it out, take it out our checks or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So he was just that powerful with it. You know, Dougie Fresh had more of the, um, he was more animated with it. But Buff was straight up just bass and snare. And nice. Time to interrupt this message because we've got the news. 
And now, breaking news from the news team with your host, Matt Pelishek. This is Matt Pelishek at the Syncast News Desk with your hip-hop headlines. The CW Network is currently featuring the track Samurai Showdown from Shane Newville's debut album, Formless. The song is being used in a promotional trailer for the upcoming drama, The Beautiful Life, written in part by Ashton Kutcher, which will debut on September 16th. The Northern California Music Festival Joshua Fest is once again partnering with Syntax Records. The festival features more than 50 artists over three days. This is the sixth consecutive year of the partnership between Syntax and Joshua Fest. The event will take place September 4th through 6th. More information available at joshuafest.com. And John Rubin released a much-anticipated new single last week. The song Town Folk is the first of four singles set to be released over the next four months. Rubin's new album titled Sex, Drugs, and Self-Control won't release until December 22nd, but the song and music video for the single Town Folk are now available on his MySpace. And finally, the upcoming issue of Soul Mag will feature recording artist Braille on the cover. The magazine will be available through qualityjunk.com, which has given away a copy of Braille's latest project, Cloud 19, with your pre-order of Soul Mag. For more of the latest hip-hop news, visit SyntaxRecords.com. With the Syncast, I'm Matt Pelishek, and that's how I roll. All right, that was the news. Now for the Quality Junk Update with Jeremiah Bonds. Quality junk is all about inventing suspense That's why all the CDs were 98 cents If you missed the special, then I got some good news We got CDs on the cheap, mixtapes and old school Low-cost music to bump in your expedition New release, 13 letters, expanded edition Magazines to please those that read And don't want to spend the cost of a CD Another thing that'll please your rap faces Is the need to receive these Fat laces picking up a rap Till the shirt won't hurt and pink and Yellow girl shirts singing like a virgin The percussion sound crisp through vinyl Enough bass and treble to level your spinal cord Low stock QJ has blown now Evidence that this website is the top store now Alright, back to the interview Take it away, Max One What was actually being said? I think you were about to ask a question about history Oh Why don't you start out with something like Where do you think the fat boys Yeah, yeah, where do you think the fat boys fit into hip-hop history Contribution-wise, pioneering, foundation do you think you guys were overlooked a bit due to the comedy element? Well, I think our first EP, you know, now that you call it EP, I think our first album, nobody really knows. I mean, a lot of people overlook that album. I mean, you have a lot of the critics who I still do interviews with to this day. They still say that's um, the classic, one of the best albums ever in hip-hop. And then you have people that come along and try to use the whole gimmick thing that, that happened after the second album. And after the second album, it, it just start getting kind of comic you know, so... um. I think a lot of people are overlooking the first Fat Boys album and Fat Boys are back. It's gonna take a pussy to bat a big idea. It's gonna take a pussy to bat a big idea. Oh man. What was actually being said? We, we will always do a reggae song on every other album for some odd reason. It went over big in Jamaica. They loved it out there. So our producer at the time gave us idea about um, the Big Daddy song. You know, it's called Buff Big Daddy. So that's where he came up with the, the idea. It's going to take a posse to battle Big oh, Daddy. So it's battle, not pato? Yeah. What about when Mark said, Ete Buriakaka? <laughs> for, for the track Rock Ruling on the album Crushing. That was Buff doing that when he was going, Ete. He was always making fun of Mark in his Spanish. So he was doing that in the studio. Oh, oh, word. They're like, ha, that sounds good. That's funny. Let's keep that. Right. 
Exactly, exactly. What circumstances led to Mark going solo and then you and Buff doing that last record? Um, the circumstances with that was we cut up ties with our manager and our record company cut up ties with us at the same time. And as a matter of fact, our contract was up with our record company and they didn't sign us. So we were like kind of free agents. So we were going to sign with Sony. And upon trying to get, get a deal with Sony, um, Mark told us he was going solo. And we were like, no, okay. Gave him his props, he gave him a high five, whatever, you know. Two weeks later, we ran into a guy who was um, trying to put together an independent label. You know, we ran with that and... Um, After all that, Marquis went on to do some behind-the-scenes work, and from what I could tell, you kind of went into hiding. The next time I remember being able to hear anything at all about you, it was on a MTV or VH1, I don't remember. Basically, a story about you dropping weight, how one of the fat boys had got all buff or whatever. Besides that, what was going on in your life during that apparent hiatus? The million-dollar question was, where the cool I go? A lot of people thought I was in jail. A lot of people thought I was on drugs. I wasn't in jail. I sure wasn't on drugs. But um, I just took, um, after Buff had passed away in 95, I just took kind of a break from the music. And um, I started enjoying life more, you know, because life wasn't all about um, the fat boys and all about music and being in the studio 24 hours a day. It was all about just enjoying life, especially after you lose your best friend at such an early age. I'm like, well, let me just enjoy life because, um... You know, we only got one life to live, so might as well take advantage of it. And um, I just I just went on a um, kind of a high hiatus and just kind of sat back and just observed other things as, as far as taking care of myself and going to the gym. I, I started studying the gym more and taking care of myself and eat the right kind of food. So that's, that's, that's pretty much what I did on my end. Which leads us to where we're at right now. You and Marquis have reunited. Fill us in on that whole dilly. Um, I, I put together an EP back in April and it's called um, Party Time. So upon doing that, uh, Mark heard some of the songs and he said um, it'd be a good time for us to come back out with the album because you sound pretty good. He said he still sounds good. So um, like, you know what? We got to sit down talk about it, see what direction we want to go in with the album, see what kind of collabos we can do with people. You know, we can't just put people in the album just because they're hot. We got to put them in to fit our, um, our kind of music. So he said, let's make it happen. What's popping off in the back there? The ice cream truck. I don't know why he's out here. Word. Do you think hip hop has reached its peak? Yeah, it's, um, I think it peaked a long time ago, to be honest with you. For lyrical wise, it peaked in 88. <laughs> like, like third or fourth generation copy? Exactly. I mean, I don't down hip hop for what it is today because you do get some pretty good artists out there like a Tyler Kweli, you know, Common. I even like what Jurassic 5 was doing um, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, what's golden? Yeah. I hear y'all are looking for a new third member. Is that an evil industry liar, sweet gospel truth? Oh, we, we're definitely looking for a third member. But at the same time, um, Dougie Fresh has expressed that he's going to get down a couple of songs as well. We're going to sit down with Dougie. We're going to sit down with Rozelle. You mentioned Dougie Fresh and Rozelle. Is there anyone else that you guys are considering working with on this up-and-coming Fat Boys release? Maybe a Black Eyed Peas because they do kind of the kind of music similar to what was going on in the 80s, especially Will I Am. Um, maybe throwing with an old school artist like uh, LL Cool J. Even a new school artist like a Ludacris. He got kind of like that 80s voice. Just like real big and powerful. Now let's get into some heat stings. Raw. 
R-A-W Yeah, the thunderous sounds, you know I'm coming through Follow the leader P-H-E-A-R-T-H-U-R I kiss busy Caps over, C's wondering who is he And how did he hook up with Braille Rizzy God made me hot way back in November 1978 was the year to remember I don't rock my sister boost myself But for you to choose life instead of choosing hell I rock well like somebody is watching me Shadow box with the spirit of God properly Cockney turning grown men in the sun That's the one to be has it The one you got your idea from I guess you didn't know the legs You're whacking up sad brother You can trip walk I'ma do the hell of them L-E-X When I'm flipping the text I represent Lex Town money while you're molding a frown You ducks get choked up Man, I'm holding it down You wanna battle Take a number I'll be slumbering through it Your delivery is weak I take the number right to it And MCs you need to be Truly relieved of these duties For we to proceed So I'ma find the time To ride around To fight the crime Until y'all finalize Eyes are dotted, man Teeth are crossed Pull your eyes across Then your teeth are lost Cross SI in the people cost You your career Put you on your ear And I seen that you tried to lean back, but it's a suicide, you left the team flat. Fresh, F-R-E-S-H, the opposite of the whack, like what the rest make pins and pads when sojourns at the lectern. Students take notes, jot down quotes, and get learned. I'm constructing curriculums when I hit rhythms. You benefit from the lesson on delivery listening. You can pass the class only after the section of the joint where my paragraph elapses. You get the point. If not, you're just dense and lack any defense against me in the future, not to mention present tense. I sense your tension and apprehension. You're just a rapper flinching. I haven't even mentioned the move to strike. Dude, I show improve on mic what the truth is like. Serve your whole crew despite your wolf ticket jokes and blasphemies. My lyricism will shatter your glass menagerie. It started with our patented double blade shaver. Then we were the first to bring you the triple blade for an even closer shave. When we introduced the revolutionary quad blade, they told us it was the best shave physically possible. Now, Bullette is the first to defy all science and common sense to bring you the future of shaving. Introducing the Warp Deuce Mansaw. 24 spinning titanium blades of face mutilating power. A real man's grooming device, the Mansaw. Boast the first shaver with built-in diesel engine. Old school shaving is for girly men. The Mansaw is more than a shave. It's a brutal and relentless assault on anything that dares grow on your face. The Warp Deuce Mansaw and the Warp Deuce Mansaw Deluxe, including motor oil and first aid kit, are both available wherever fine grooming products are sold. The Sidcast. For my peoples. Too soon, make room or give way. Press play on the track and let it make your day. We all in, do or die. We'll rise like blue skies, surpass time and space. Go beyond the human eye. I'm a light in the dark, so I'm bright to spark. A flame in the souls of the average heart. Show pity on the man who don't know what's up. It's up to me to feed his spirit till he's had enough. So I'ma shine and speak life where death is norm. As the choir sings praises to the highest form. Do it all in Christ's name. I'ma stake my claim and reign above the average man like the Hall of Fame. As we walk through the valleys of the shadows of death We gon' fight to the top till our very last breath Hip-hop ain't dead, but it's our life support Bring it back by any means like it's our last resort A blood sport of sorts, the violent take it by force God's people gonna rise if we stay on course And make okay. you move like Eminem Domain What's the name? Cookbook and yeah. one more light gas to the flame We will always shine Always shine uh. We always shine yeah. My people, yeah. now is the time For some action Time for some time for some action 
some action. Time for some time for some action. <laughs> yeah, it's time, y'all. It's our time. We always shine. We always shine. All my people. Deliver like DHL so we make sales Still a no deal, take the meal from Howie Mandela Cause like Mandela with the swagger Rockefeller And a bite like a rock wallet Talk like I'm not the teller but the owner of the bank I need to stay paid You might even catch Uno in a pair of stunning shades Cause the shine and the gleam come straight from my team Make labels take notice, LA reaching me I mean Jay-Z a Def Jam, rhyme sayers or shady As long as it pays me I'll even sign with baby Don't want a Mercedes, I wanna own the corporation Savings and loans my own organization Start a movement that leads to my people's improvement The groove is in the heart and it starts by just do it That's why nowadays I stay fresh in my Nikes Didn't shine in the beginning but I finish up nicely Alright, alright, we played some heat steams And now we getting into the section I like to call Or KRS-1 or Rakim um, Karis one, he's more of a battle rapper. Big Daddy Kane or Kooji Rap? Oh man, so many metaphors. I have to go with Big Daddy Kane though. Big Daddy Kane or Karis one? Karis one. Kumo D or Karis one? Oh man, oh, I have to go with Kumo D on that one. LL or Kumo D? Oh, LL is my man. But, uh, I gotta go with Modi on that one. Stevie Wonder or Marvin Gaye? Oh, man. They both had that political aspect in their songs. Um, Marvin Gaye. Billy Joel or Elton John? <laughs> Um, well, Billy Joe's a New York boy. I gotta go with Billy. Isaac Hayes or Barry White? Isaac Hayes is more musical, so I gotta go with Isaac Hayes. MC Light or Lauren Hill? I would have to go with Light because Light ain't no joke, man. Like Chuck D said, MC Light, she could win a rhyme fight. Speaking of Chuck D, Public Enemy or X Clan? Oh, Public Enemy, of course. Das Effects or Fushnikens? Gosh, effects. Pete Nice or MC Search? MC Search. Chub Rock or Heavy D? Heavy D's my boy. Yeah, I gotta go with Heavy on that one. Christina Aguilera or Josh Stone? I have to go with Josh Stone. Adele or Amy Winehouse? Well, I have to go with uh, Adele. <laughs> Fresh Prince or Kwame? Oh, Fresh Prince. Boy. Phil Collins or Peter Gabriel? Oh, man, that's a good one, man. I gotta go with my boy Phil on that one, though. Curtis Blow or Sugar Hill Gang? Oh, Curtis Blow, of course. Jackie Chan or Jet Li? Yeah, oh, come on, Jet, man. Jet Li's the man. That's the second coming of Bruce Lee. Let's get into some musical breaks. I can't call it William Wallace on this tip. This brave heart to make art all up on this trip. This journey through life with love and strife. Pain, envy, greed, and lust for a wife. It's day one again. Let's make hits for old times' sake. Separate the facts. These acts are just too great to pass. Well, except the greatest on the map. See no turning back. I'm in it till the lungs collapse. All I need is my my pencil the will to live the style becomes exponential infinite potential intricate the mental instant hit another in the thick credential all too essential disquinted the fine print industry rules fuel to misery's content see I've tasted milk and honey lived highs and lows made music for money and art for zeros like a screw you have two options in or out travel the road to success stand firm in the face of doubt in a roundabout way I'll say it be strong don't follow the depressed and sing the could've been song speak life and death my tear ducts depressed don't believe things I hear 
that don't know my regrets Put a finger on the pulse and count the beats This could be my worst verse, it means zip to me You get the gong if you sing my song out of key There's no room for sympathy, it's only me My legacy legendary, and it ain't happening So opera style, all my children gon' be rapping It's the days of our lives, my advice is your day job So push, number crunch, a bunch, although it may rob Your spirit, your vision, and that ain't a feeling of freedom But you get your kibbles and bits Believe me, homes, you need them Up, down, all around, here we go Journey through lives, extreme highs and lows Up, down, all around, rock to the beat Sometimes bitter, sometimes sweet Yo, yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's the legendary Twister right here talking to you And I gotta let you know you checking out Sink Ass You dig? Going down Boy, boy, where are you, boy? People say I'm just paranoid Running away Oh, oh I hear silence in ears Oblivious of the time and the year Sucker, punch Contusion, watch the dancing light illusion. Never underestimate. It's coming. Holding on the times as I'm running out of my mind in the shadow with shines. Browse, arousing the free to get miles. Understand the birth without leaving the ground. Ocean is sound, breathing in the crowded room. It's so heavy, toxic fumes. Pretty shoes and faded blacks. Mellow yellows, candle wax. Never underestimate. It's coming. And you're tuned in to the Sincast. We back! And I'm still rocking live with the man, Cool Rock Ski of the original Fat Boys. Cool Rock, who is your personal favorite MC of all time? Of all time. Only get one? Nah, word, word. You can name just a few. I give you my top five, but no particular order. Okay, okay. Top five. Kumo D, Nelly Mel, Notorious P.I.G., gotta represent Brooklyn. Jada Kiss and LL Cool J. I'm, I'm leaving a lot of people out. Name an MC that you think doesn't get the credit they deserve. Oh, Black Thought. Your favorite DJ of all time. Oh, man. My man, late Mr. Jam Master J. A DJ that you don't think gets the credit they deserve. DJ Scratch from um, EPMD. Your favorite hip-hop producer of all time. Yo, Dr. Dre, of course. Um, Curtis Blow was pretty good. He did our first two albums. DJ Premier. A producer that you think is overlooked. Premier. Because everybody screams Dr. Dre. And Dr. Dre is a good producer. But um, they overlook Premier. And um, Easy Mo D. What do you think about Jimmy Fallon hiring the Roots as his house band? Yeah, he gets props on that one. Putting the Roots on like that. What's taking place behind you? That was the ice cream truck. Name an artist that you're personally a big fan of that you think would surprise most Fat Boys fans. Yeah, that'll have to be Elton John. <laughs> Wait a second. Earlier when I said Billy Joel or El 
Elton John, you picked Billy Joel. And now you're saying Elton? Well, because Billy Joel's from New York, so I got to go with the hometown cat. But as far as the artist, Elton John is no joke. All right, all right. The song that he has, The Tiny Dancer. I turn the volume down in the car when that song comes on. I listen to it. <laughs> nah, nah, it's good. It's good. Give me give me some artists and some producers that you'd like to work with, but you haven't yet had the opportunity. Um, Dr. Dre. I want to work with Heavy D. Um, that'll be a good collaboration. Us three. I want to work with DMX. Um, I'd like to work with LL, too. Speaking of LL, that's one of the things that I think was missing to a degree back in the day. The collabs, you know what I'm saying? They've obviously went way overboard these days, and it's like, you got to have this collab and this collab. But um, I think it'd have been great if there would have been some Crush Groove era collabos. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> back then, we were so busy trying to outdo one another that we didn't have time to really sit down and learn about one another, you know? That's how it was back then. You know, right now it'll be a it'll be an honor to work with a heavy D or LL. What's the status on Crush Groove Part Two? Executives in suits. Mm? Uh, Crush Groove Part Two takes place where um, all the artists from the eighties are pretty much on the unemployment line. <laughs> I think it'd be better to do a round table and talk about Crush Groove. If you had to give someone the recipe for Cool Rock Ski, what would the ingredients be? Four hundred push-ups every morning. I'm 45 minutes on the exercise bike. My whole lot of praying. What's that noise? Ice cream truck. Oh. In several interviews and even in some tweets, I've noticed references to Christ by either you or Prince Marky D. And then you've got Run and Curtis Blow, who went on to be, you know, men of the cloth and whatnot. Um, I'm just saying, it seems like a lot of dudes from that era have went on to find faith in Christ. And um, I'm just wondering, where do you stand on that? What's your take? A good portion of our listening audience are Christians that are hip-hop heads. And um, I'd like to know where you stand, homeboy. My, my mother, my father always taught us to believe in God. And um, she always told me as a kid, um, with God, everything is possible. So um, I praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not you know, I'm not ashamed to say that, rather. There's still a lot of things in my life I got to take care of. So I do praise him, though. And I do believe in him. And um, I just try to pass that word along to anybody who want to hear it. I don't try to push it on them. But, you know, I get a lot of people my age and a little younger who sit there and go, yeah, we really appreciate you making time for us. Feel free to go ahead and plug whatever you must. The Fat Boy Double Disc CD is out on iTunes. And you can go to www.kurokski.com and download it from there as well. And here you can get the Fat Boy shirts about to come out. And I'm trying to do some movie roles and television roles as well. So if anybody out there listening, you know, <laughs> look me up. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Anybody wants some um, some personal training as far as going to the gym, hit me up. You know, I'm down to 167 now, so I can get you true fit. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. Got to get me one of them Fat Boys t-shirts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, man. It was great chatting with you. God bless you. The Sin Cat.